Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. When we have our goal setting for 2017, because that's what this conversation's about, we've got to surround ourselves with inspirational stuff, and we've got to surround ourselves with disgusting stuff, stuff that makes us pissed off. Before we get into today's episode, I want to mention today's best ever partner and give you a free gift. And that partner is Fun That Flip, and they're going to be giving you a free deal analysis spreadsheet. You know who Fun That Flip is, don't you? Because you're a loyal best ever listener. They've been a sponsor on the show. Matt Rodak, the founder of Fun That Flip, has been on the podcast multiple times given us his insight on the online lending process. Fund That Flip provides fast, reliable funding for your house flip projects. They're an online platform, makes the application process entirely easy, and they've got a whole bunch of experts on their team who can help you get funding in 24 hours and close within as few as seven days. And all of you best ever listeners, you're getting a free spreadsheet to help you analyze your projects. Go to fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. That's fundthatflip.com forward slash best ever. And you'll get a free deal analysis tool. It'll help you provide a scope of work for your projects, create the scope of work, analyze the profitability of the project, or if it's not profitable, you need to know that too, and make a determination on the max purchase price super important. You can print out all the detailed reports and that will help you get your deals funded faster. Go to fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Get that free analysis tool, fundnetflip.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. I'm with Theo Hicks. And today we are doing a special segment of Follow Along Friday where we're actually doing a Facebook Live Follow Along Friday. And if you're listening through the podcast, then you didn't miss out on the video, although you didn't miss out on seeing us live. And if you want to see us live next week, then Monday at 10.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, go ahead and go to the Joe Fairless Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash meet Joe Fairless, and check it out there, 10.15 a.m., on Monday morning, next Monday morning. But since you're with us right now, grateful to have you and looking forward to diving in about 2017 goals and how we approach those goals and how the daily action that we take is so incredibly important. 
So with us today, got Theo Hicks, who's the co-author of The Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever, Volume 1, and soon to be Volume 2. Theo, hello. Good. Joe, how's it going, man? It's going well, my Excited friend. today. Yeah, yeah. New things, new things. Yes, new things, that's for sure. So how do we want to approach today's conversation? Well, we're sitting in your new office here, and you've got a lot of pictures and written goals everywhere, and so maybe we can start off by first explaining how you approach setting your goals for a new year. And then explain how you got these different, I guess, tangible items to aid you and continually remind you. Mm-hmm. So I'm, as you know, I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan, and he talks about how we have to be inspired or disgusted continually. We need to either be inspired or disgusted. So I have that mix in okay. how I approach my goal setting. I make sure that I am surrounded by things that inspire me and thoughts that when I conjure them up, disgust me. Those are the two most important things for me in order to get goals accomplished. And we're going to talk specifically about what that is for me. So as you mentioned, we're hanging out here in my office. And around us, there are four walls. One of them is blank. I haven't put anything up on that. But the other three, one is... And if you want to show... Yeah, I'll just show uh, them really quick. Yeah, you'll show the best ever listeners. And best ever listeners, if you're listening to this in iTunes or on a podcast, again, I'll do my best to describe this. But then you can also click the link in the show notes page and you'll see what we're referring to. So what I've done is I've surrounded myself with three walls of stuff on them. So one wall has the vision board for 2017 as well as long term so if you're wondering how i created this tactically speaking i just went to vista print and it was like 25 bucks to print out this big old poster of what i want hanging not only in my office but i also have that on my desktop and on my phone and on the vision board We've got my financial goals for the year. We have the long-term goal of controlling a billion dollars by my 40th birthday. And what I do to inspire myself to reach that goal is I had a Photoshop picture of myself and that's superimposed on a Forbes magazine front cover. So it says Forbes, Joe Fairless, real estate entrepreneur, and it's got billionaires (laughs) across my chest over top of my shirt and I took that from a actual Forbes magazine article that had a billionaire article about other billionaires I was like I'm going to put my face on there instead of theirs and that's what I've had for the last two three years I created that magazine cover after I purchased my first property before I purchased the other so at the time I controlled seven million dollars and now it's over a hundred million dollars worth of real estate And it will be a billion dollars worth of real estate. I know that with full confidence. So that's the main inspirational force that drives me. And then to the right, you've got the monthly miles. I want to run 50 monthly miles. I will run 50 monthly miles. Then underneath that, books. At least read one page a day. And we'll get into that in a second. 30,000 downloads per episode for the podcast Right now, it's around 5,500 to 6,000 downloads per episode. And then most importantly, the foundation for all of it, which is why it's at the bottom, Mm -hmm. holding everything up, is The Secret to Living the Giving, a quote by Tony Robbins. 
and I was just doing a refresher with The Go-Giver by Bob Berg. He's been on this podcast before, and that is a similar mentality where The Go-Giver, if you haven't read The Go-Giver, highly recommend reading that book. It's a really short, quick, easy read, and it also is a reinforcement for The Secret to Living is Giving. So that is how I approach my overall 2017 goals as well as the vision for the future. The two things that I really like about this board is one, it's not super cluttered. You've got seven things on there and you don't have 50 different things on there that you have to keep constantly reminding yourself with. So it's kind of like this is the core of everything else or the foundation of what all the other goals are based off of. And I also like how you kind of follow the Tony Robbins principle of it's important to be pulled in life and not pushed. Mm. So you're, you're setting these little these little uh, goals or um, not little goals, but you're setting these potential accomplishments that you're chasing towards. You're being mm-hmm. pulled towards every single day. Like when you look at this billionaire thing, like, well, I'm being pulled towards being a billionaire instead of like having a picture of you like in poverty and you pushing away from being in poverty. So I yes. think that's really interesting that you select it that way. And obviously it's working. Mm-hmm. The simplicity of it, I've gone back and forth. But what I realized is that when I keep things simple, then it keeps me more focused. Yep. Whereas if I had a lot of things that represented each of those things, then my mind, it would be overloaded and overwhelmed. Yeah. And one other thing I have to mention, there are two rings there, and that also <laughs> getting married to Colleen this year is also a focus of mine and a goal of mine, and knock on wood, it's going to happen. So I want to mention that as well. Yeah, there's definitely something powerful about like symbols, because you can have a picture and there's no... We went over this and probably with a thousand words, but it's only seven pictures on there. So it means a lot more to you than just the secret to living is giving. Like, it means a lot more than that underneath, like in your head. So I think that's all something that's very important by keeping it super simple because then it gets too complicated inside mm-hmm. your head. So, And for everyone who's not watching, but rather listening to this, the poster with the images on it is, how big would you say that is? About... One, two, three, four feet tall by six feet long. So five feet long. Maybe a little smaller than that. Maybe a little smaller, yeah. I'm terrible with dimensions. (laughs) Theo's 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 like, maybe a little smaller. Three and a half feet by five feet. Yeah, we'll go with that. Three and a half by five. And again, I just went to Vistaprint. It was like 25 bucks, uh, not including shipping. And they were able to do this. And it's also on a black background with the images in different colors. Mm-hmm. So the black background isn't distracting. It makes the images in color pop yeah. a lot more and focus in on what each of those images are versus a colorful background. And believe me, I'm all about color, but I like to be focused on that. Behind me, which we, you can see already without Theo doing some cameraman action, we've got the monthly goals as well as a little bit to the right is I've got some 2017 inspirational goals. So my monthly goals for January 2017 is anything from the equity that's required for a deal, actually a couple deals that I'm working on, and you can see, if you can see, it actually says a big checkbox, which says yes, because I need to have $11 million equity solution. Actually, first it was... $11 $11 million equity strategy because we have a couple really good opportunities. And then I scratched that and I put solution and I checked the box yes because one of our 
biggest investors, actually our biggest investor, approached us and said that him and his family will be taking the entire equity portion of the two deals that we have in the pipeline. So that is actually a goal for January 2017. It's already got a solution, which I'm very grateful for. A couple other things on here. And this is interesting. One walk or run a day and read one page a day. All I want to do is focus on walking one time a day. Usually it's with Jack, our Yorkie. And Jack is sitting patiently in his bed. Maybe we'll show him a little bit later. Walk one time a day and read one page a day. Right now I'm reading... Can you give me that... Right now I'm reading The PH Miracle by Robert Young and Shelley Young. It's all about alkalinity Mm. versus being acidic and eat your veggies, basically. Eat your veggies, drink your water, exercise, and don't stress out. That's basically the, the crux of it. Right now I'm reading that, but I only want to read one page a day. Because when I read one page a day, I ultimately read a lot more pages. Like today, for example, I want to read one page a day, which is the goal, and I read like four or five pages. And it just gets me in the consistent mindset. And that's what I've realized is the key to being successful is just doing stuff daily. And it's a goal that you really can't miss. And so no matter what, you're successful every day because everyone can read a singular page every single day and then that's a huge thing that Tim Ferriss talks about and he might talk about in his most recent podcast where he was saying when he was a sales guy when he was looking at the sales performances of people that actually had ridiculously high quotas performed less and people had like ridiculously yes, low quotas I remember that because I can't remember exactly why he said but I think that sense of maybe responsibility or mm-hmm. I can't remember specifically why that was the case but it was kind of proven that that mm-hmm. was the case and that, that strategy for reading one page a day or you know, writing it makes you write for one minute every single day and or anything that's a super short, small goal, I think has to do with the fact that it's so easy to do and you have that sense of success after mm-hmm. completing it that you're like, oh, this is easy. And then you can easily do two pages and kind of mm-hmm. stack from there instead of shooting for reading 300 pages a day. Like I think what Warren Buffett does, reads 300 pages a day. Wow. Like, so you hear that and you're just like, how am I going to I can't read 300 pages, yeah. therefore I'm not going to read it all. Whereas mm-hmm. you start with one page two pages and then build up to 300 pages a day. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun when you do that. And I started the more Warren Buffett way. Not that aggressive, but I started by saying, I'm going to read a book a month. And then I wouldn't read for a couple weeks. I'd be like, oh man, I got way behind. Now I got to catch up. And then I didn't because I was so far behind. And then the next month rolls around. I'm like, oh, well now I need to read two books this month. And it just didn't work. I was like the least amount of reading I did for the entire year was when I had a read a book a month. Yeah. And you said you can't miss these goals. I've already missed one on the day two, one. three, day one and, and day the fourth. Four. So January 1st and January 4th, I've already missed, but I'm keeping track of that. I just have simply a number, first, the second, the third, the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, the eighth of when I am doing it. And ultimately, it's just try and string together as many consecutive mm-hmm. days as possible. And if you miss one, you miss one, you miss but one. you just exactly. you keep on going. Another is clients in the program already at that quota. Another is tickets to the best real okay. estate investing advice ever conference. If you haven't got your ticket yet to the best ever conference, then I don't know what you're waiting for. Come visit us, hang out, get the lessons learned that all the speakers have acquired. And we'll both, Theo and I will both be there as well as a bunch of other speakers. It's a really good lineup from wholesaling to multifamily to raising money to mobile homes to Virtual reality mm-hmm. to... That was a cool one. Yeah, a bunch of stuff. We got a bunch of stuff. 
Another is I've got a goal of laughing more this month. There's simply a yes no checkbox, so I don't know how, exactly how I'm yeah. going to quantify that. I was going to ask you that. How are you going to quantify I, that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I seem to laugh a lot when I'm hanging out with you, so yeah. maybe we hang, hang out more. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Um, and volume two book published. We're close. We're very close to publishing the second yeah. book in the best ever series. We're publishing it probably by February first. February first. We're trying to Amazon self publishing this time, so it'll be a lot faster publishing process because last time we wait. For those of you that don't know how to have never published a book before, it seems as if you go with a regular publisher, there's a really long period of time between, I don't know why, but a longer time of when the book's actually finished and everything's done to when it actually gets published. So it was, I think it was 45 days. Mm-hmm. Whereas Amazon, it's, for the ebook, it's instantaneous. And for a hard copy book from Amazon specifically, it's two to three days. And so as long as you're publishing it two to three days before it's actually scheduled to be released, You'll be able to have a hard copy in, in, in your hand. So the, the goal is to have it published by February 1st, so they have it available for the Best Ever Conference. Conceptually, that sounds amazing. Sounds beautiful, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Everything sounds good in concept. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be great. We've got uh, Grant Cardone, who's going to be in the book. Here's what Volume 2 is, in case you're curious. Volume 1 was the hand-picked interviews for the first 100 episodes of this podcast. Volume 2, handpicked episodes from the episodes 101 through 199. So we handpicked about 25 Mm -hmm. or so episodes, made them in the chapters, similar to what Tim Ferriss did with Tools of the Titans. It's very similar to Tools of Titans. I think it's a little bit more continuity in the best ever in our book. Mm -hmm. Because Tools of Titans is a kind of more scattered advice, which is really good to pick up and just kind of read one quote a day. And that's what I do. I basically pick it up and read like a, a page a day. I'm like, oh, that's, that's really cool. Can I implement any of this in my life? Whereas the best ever book, it's like you can read the whole entire chapter a day mm-hmm. and you'll learn one specific strategy that one specific person followed and then be able to kind of pull s- smaller techniques or things that you could potentially use from them to add it to your business. But there's also chapters where it's a full-fledged step-by-step blueprint to accomplishing financial freedom or how to build a buyer's list and, and things like that. So it's got a lot of different ways to approach actually reading the book besides just reading like a regular book straight through. Mm-hmm. That's why I like it a lot. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And then lastly on my goals for this month mm-hmm. is to have one magic moment with Colleen, my fiance. I got the term magic moment from Tony Robbins. Okay. He talks about how we should create magic moments and there's a whole long story. I won't go into it for how he describes it with an example where he was at some restaurant and helped a waiter have a magic moment. But ultimately, it is doing something extraordinary when ordinary is assumed to take place. Mm-hmm. So whether if you're walking your dog and starting to sing out loud or dance in the street or some, something stupid yeah. ridiculous like that. But it doesn't necessarily have to do with financial things. It could be it's anything. Just, could be anything as long as it breaks through from the standard structure of whatever you're doing. Yeah. So I don't know what it is for this month. but yeah. That's uh, a good thing, though. Yeah, if you knew what it exactly. was, it wouldn't be a magic moment. Right? Exactly. <laughs> That's true. Like, I think point. magic yeah. moments are, are, are spontaneous. I think... It, I can't remember, I think it was another Tim Ferriss podcast where he had the three guys on stage. I can't remember what it was called, but one of the guys was explaining how he goes into every 
interaction with another person expecting like magic to happen mm. and the reason why he kind of came up with this idea is he basically explained how he's with his dog and if you and you take your dog for a walk they see another person they like go berserk they're wet their tails wagging they think like, it's like the best thing yeah. ever yeah and so we saw that why do I do that <laughs> why do I go into interaction expecting like oh my god I'm gonna meet this new person and have this amazing experience because if you go into it like that then it kind of will be a magic moment that's why I like you know the whole entire creating your own magic moment because that's kind of how it is. You don't find it; it kind of I comes out of you and you create it. I love that. Yes, it reminds me of when I went to the Unleash the Power Within seminar and we practice greeting strangers as though they're our best friends, that's and we haven't and one. we haven't seen them in forever. That's a good one. And you just bring a whole different energy, whole different vibe. Now, I will say, in the real world outside of a a seminar that might seem disingenuous to people you got to really channel that and and make sure that it comes off in a genuine way but the thought process of treating others as though they're your best friend versus a stranger or like your example treating them like a dog would treat a stranger (laughs) uh, as long as they're not the mailman that's the good approach to take so yeah i like that Lastly, the That's third wall. Yeah, the third wall. I was going to pan across. Yeah, like pan. That. Third wall is the inspiration board. We talked about how I like to be surrounded by and show, show Jack too. He's just snoozing over there. Hey, scribbles. Yeah. <laughs> how I like to be surrounded by inspirational things and things that disgust me. For some examples, inspirational. Got a nice note from my brother who says, great seeing you. Thanks for coming over, and thanks for your interest and help. Congrats on all your endeavors. Very proud of you. Safe travels. Love, Nick. A handwritten note from him to something else that is inspirational. My first offer letter Hmm. for after I graduated college, and it was at TBWA Shiat Day, an advertising agency in New York City. Worked on Madison Avenue. And the salary was $30,000, less applicable federal and state taxes, which were a lot. My check after taxes ended up being like 700 and some dollars, like $50. And my rent was $750. So I basically had $750 remaining since I got paid every other week to pay for everything else. To some things that disgust me, like... (laughs) <laughs> the agenda for one of the last meetings I had at an advertising agency. It it just reminds me of all the things that I was wanting to get away from. And that's important. When we have our goal setting for 2017, because that's what this conversation is about, we've got to surround ourselves with inspirational stuff. And we've got to surround ourselves with disgusting stuff, stuff that makes us pissed off. And you can tell by the way I'm talking that... That type of stuff makes me pissed off because I don't want to ever go back there and I won't go back there. And that's the approach. I've got some inspirational stuff too from cards that people have written me and and nice things. And and then I also have some apartment communities. I have to get more flyers from other apartment communities that I have. I haven't got all of them. I see you've got a a chip from from Glow Golf from from playing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Glow glow Golf score sheet. That was the second date Colleen oh, and nice. I ever went on and she beat yeah, me yeah I was going to say yeah, she beat you yes, she, she <laughs> like beat 10 me strokes. 10 strokes yeah she's very athletic yeah. <laughs> very good at sports so yeah it's important to do that yeah. I really like the because again I remember I was commenting on your, your vision board and saying how you know, I think it's great that you got this thing to pull you forward but I remember when you mentioned that you know, have something that disgusts you what I really like about using something from 
your nine to five job, basically. That's like the big thing. For once you quit your nine to five job and you're kind of doing your own thing, you, you might forget what it was like when you were working there, how much you, you disliked it, and the reason why you left and why you wanted to start what you're doing in the first place. And so for me, whenever I lose confidence in what I'm doing, I think having something like that, like, oh yeah, remember how you felt when you were at your job and how much you, you disliked that and how discontent you were there? This is infinitely times better than that. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of pushes you back on, on track if you kind of you know come off the rails a little bit. And so I really like the idea of having something up there that kind of reminds you of your past life and that's you know, a little hell to avoid, mm-hmm. so to speak. And then you've got your, your heaven to mm-hmm. kind of go towards. So yeah, I, I really like that idea and I've, I've never heard that before coming here. And purport- proportionately it's important to mm-hmm. put the inspirational stuff around you and be... 90% because all you need is a 10% of disgust yeah. because for whatever reason we're conditioned to really focus on the bad stuff so we only need like 10% yeah. to really remember the bad stuff and then surround ourselves with 90% good stuff which is what I want to do so I'm going to put you on the spot now what is your disgusting thing that you're going to now create for your own house and put it up there I still have my business cards from my first three jobs and so I think I'll put those up. Mm-hmm. It's like symbolic thinking. Like you, yep. like, like someone would look at that and be like, "What is this, Joe? <laughs> Why do you have a picture of an agenda on your wall?" But for, for you, you know what it means, yep. and that's all that really matters. You just glance at it without even having to read it. Yep. You see the highlighter. You see the overall outline of it. And like, oh yeah, I remember that. Okay, let's let's get on. Yep. So if I just look at my business cards, I'll be like, okay, it triggers. It'll just, it'll just trigger that in me. It'll be like me seeing a tiger on the savanna, and it'll make me want to run away from that and never go back again. <laughs> So let's summarize really quickly what the takeaways that I got from our conversation. One is to surround ourselves with things that both inspire and disgust us. Two is to make that 90% inspirational, 10% disgust. Three is to literally print the stuff out and bring it into the real world and have it around you. Vision, My vision board, I designed it. By design, I mean I put images onto a template and printed it on Vistaprint. And Vistaprint's not a sponsor, by the way, in case anyone's (laughs) curious. It's just really cheap to go through them. So that's three. Four is to have small actions. Read one page a day. Take one run or do one walk a day. And then five... This isn't necessarily goal setting. This is just how to approach interactions is pretend we're a dog greeting a stranger for Mm -hmm. the first time and the dog's a friendly dog. Take that approach. I always like to think everyone's on my team. And if they're coming at me aggressively, then they just don't realize they're on my team. (laughs) So I've got to find what my favorite book, Crucial Conversations, would say is a mutual purpose and then build up from there. So those are the five takeaways. What were your takeaways? The biggest one that stands out is that, again, I kind of stress this, but that disgusting, mm-hmm. having that, and again, when you said you know, 90% and, and 10%, don't literally be like, I want to eat t- every, yeah. every nine things I have, I need one disgusting I just thing. made you that just, up, yeah, but yeah. proportionately looking Por- around. Exactly. You have a lot more positive mm-hmm. than the negative. As Joe said, we're, we're programmed to focus on negative. Mm-hmm. So if you have it around, that's all you're going to focus on. Printing it out is huge, too. While you were explaining it, I'm kind of like you know, thinking back to how I learned best. And obviously you can learn by seeing, by hearing, or by doing. And for me personally, I know I learn a lot by doing, but also by, by seeing. I know that because whenever I meet someone new, they say their name. I always forget it like instantaneously, but I, if I see them again, I'll remember mm-hmm. what we did, where I met them, when I met them. 
And so I think it's very, very important if you find yourself to be a visual learner too, you need to print these things out and, and, and see them every single day. And the third takeaway, which I don't have it yet, so I wanted to ask you, how do you approach these two walls here? Is it something that which you Which two walls are you referring to? Sorry, how do you approach the, the vision board with the seven items on it and then the... Inspiration the inspiration board. board with the 10% discuss, 90% inspiration. How do you take action on that when you do? Or is it just kind of around and you just know it's there? The inspiration board, I don't take action on. It's just something that I look up at and it makes me feel warm inside. Okay. I'm just filled with gratitude. I mean, I've got a picture of my first house. I still own this house in Duncan Hill, mm. Texas. That's the first one. It's a picture of the, the tenants moving in. And got a picture of other things. So it's really about the way to just look at this, feel inspired. But then also on the vision board, if I'm ever at a loss for exactly how should I prioritize my day, there we go. Then I simply look up at this gigantic poster and I see, oh, okay, I haven't run today. I'm supposed to do 50 miles this month. Mm Mm-hmm. I better get my butt yeah. up and go run outside even though it's five degrees. So my third takeaway would be that essentially having it printed out and, and set up everywhere is a procrastination killer. Mm-hmm. And it also allows you to, whenever you don't feel like doing something or you don't know what to do or you find yourself doing something that does not align with your goals, you can look up there and be like, you can ask yourself the question, Am what I'm doing right now pulling me closer to whatever I have here? And then something else I thought of too right now about why I like this so much is that it's very difficult to just remember. Like if I ask you right now to, before you made this board, remember every single item that you put on there, like a positive thing that happened, it'd be difficult to kind of bring it up right away. Whereas we're here is basically you're putting your unconscious memories onto a board Mm -hmm. that you can always pull from constantly. And so you take all the good that's ever happened to you or that is happening to you or that you want to happen to you and you put it out. And so it's it's tangible and it's it's solid. It's not going to disappear when you forget or whatever is that's going on in our heads that make us forget these things. Another takeaway I get as to why I think this is a really, really good idea. Yeah. Just kind of the I guess the philosophy or psychology behind why it actually works is mm-hmm. just what fascinates me the most and I think that has something to do with it too. Bad stuff and good stuff is always there to focus on. It's just a matter of what we yeah. command our mind to focus on and this helps us focus on the good stuff, that's for sure. Alright, best ever listeners, this has been uh, take one of our <laughs> follow-along Friday via Facebook Live. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And again, if you didn't have a chance to join us via Facebook Live, then feel free to click the link in the show notes page mm-hmm. of this episode. And we think it's going to be there, assuming there were no technical difficulties yep. when we were putting it in there. So if you haven't gone to besteverconference.com, then go check it out. Go at least be entertained by all the rap and hip-hop videos that are there of the speakers who are presenting at the conference, besteverconference.com. Remember to get your free deal analysis tool for your flips at fundthatflip.com forward slash bestever. That's F-U-N-D-T-H-A-T-F-L-I-P.com forward slash bestever. It will detail your scope of work, help you analyze if the project's profitable, and make a determination on the max purchase price. Fundthatflip.com forward slash bestever. Best ever listeners, it is here. Well, it's almost here. February 24th and 25th. The conference, the best ever conference. Have you signed up yet? Oh, if you haven't, you better sign up right now. It's going to sell out. Besteverconference.com. I'm going to be there. 
A bunch of the guests who you've heard interviewed on the show are going to be there. Just go to besteverconference.com and look at all the speakers that you're going to hear from that will help you move your business forward in 2017. I want to meet you in person. The best ever guests who are speaking at this event want to meet you in person. And people who haven't been interviewed on this podcast who are speaking at the conference, they want to meet you in person. Go to besteverconference.com.